It's been a very interesting few days for the New Jersey Devils. First, one of their prospects uh, abruptly retires from professional hockey to pursue a career in social media. That's very interesting. I want to talk about that. And second of all, you guys have probably heard about this, but this is sweeping the NHL headlines. There is an unvaccinated player on the New Jersey Devils roster, and it's an important player. Who is it? Why isn't he vaccinated? And overall, let's just have a discussion about it because I I, I think uh, both sides can learn a thing or two. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time, September 27, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, before I uh, give you guys the news for today's episode, I just want to say thank you. And what am I thanking you for? Well, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. When I first started out on this show, it had a two-star review. It barely had a listenership. We were in the midst of a pandemic. The New Jersey Devils hadn't played a game in so long. And yet through trial, tribulation, patience, time, and love, I was able to get the ratings to a four-star. And this uh, podcast has been in the Apple charts in the United States for one of the top hockey podcasts for uh, like 17 or 18 weeks consecutive. And I just want to say thank you guys for your listenership. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for loving this show. And, you know, basically us, uh, we together, building this show up from the ground up and getting it to uh, where it needs to be. So I I thank you guys for tuning into this show. If you want to, you know, hear my two-cent opinion on the Devils or if I'm bringing in a big guest star, I I just thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I I can't thank you guys enough. Like I said, uh, when, when I first took over this show it had a two-star review barely a listenership and uh through like a year and a half now we were able to just build it up so uh, it's come a long way and i'm really looking forward to what the future holds and i'm actually fast approaching my 300th episode so stay tuned for that but anyway let's get into some i guess interesting news to begin this show so nikita papugov has announced his retirement to become a social media influencer So, does that name sound familiar? Well, it really shouldn't because Papagov was a prospect in our um, organization, like I mentioned. He didn't really uh, have much of a consideration of possibly going to the NHL, but here, let me just read you guys what he posted on on Instagram. And by the way, the uh, English is kind of broken, so you're just going to have to bear with me on this one. So... Uh, according to this tweet, uh, it says that Russian striker Nikita Papugov announced the end of his playing career. What smells like, brother? Legendary day. New day. Guys, I received 100 messages from you. Where is the contract? Where is the team? Where are you going? I officially declare I finished. Decided to try something new. I really need support. So, friends, if you can, then leave comments, likes, reposts. I will be very pleased. A new video will be released today. The first video, Legendary Day. I am waiting for support, and today we are reviving the gas. 
Papagov said that verbatimly on his Instagram. So, oh man, I, I first of all, like I told you guys, the English is broken, but you know, English is uh, possibly his second or third language because he is from Russia. And um, yeah, so basically, Papagov uh, during his playing career, uh, he was a former fourth round pick by the New Jersey Devils. And uh, in total, in 78 matches in the KHL, he scored nine points, three goals, and six assists. So, like I said, he wasn't really much of a factor to get to the NHL, but I think just the comical of how he announced it, what he says he intends to do, is very interesting. And quite honestly, you know, I'll be rooting for him. And uh, it's just kind of weird because, I, you know, we hear players retire all the time and say they want to pursue different opportunities, but it's usually just from a business standpoint, or maybe they want to be a coach, or maybe they want to get into the front office role. I think this is the first time I've heard an athlete say they are going to retire and um, they're going to become like social media influencers. So I find that very comical and just very interesting. And you know what? Good for him. And uh, I, I wish him the best. And I, I just had to say this to him. You know, it's very hard. But then again, you know, he has like thousands of followers on Instagram already. So he's already on the right track. But it's very hard to become a social media influencer. It's because, you know, uh, unless you're like one of those most subscribed YouTubers or unless you're like TikTok famous, whatever the case might be, you know, the money is very scarce and it depends on advertisements. And, you know, there's no guarantee that you'll make this certain amount of money. It depends on the amount of views you get, what advertisements are, are being played, are people still viewing your content, you know, years later. So the one thing I say about being a social media influencer, and that goes for Papagov and, you know, anyone else who desires to go into that industry, it is really hard and you really got to work from the ground up in order to um you know get to that point where you're having millions of subscribers you're traveling the world you're getting sponsorships and uh basically you can retire from your day job and just focus on social media you know it, it's really hard but you know maybe the new jersey devils have an opening for him sometime down the road and apparently his first video was him putting a real life snake in the back of unsuspecting uh taxi riders cars so I don't know if that's the best way to start off your video. It'll get views, but at the same time, don't do anything that might get charges pressed against you because if I'm uh, about to call a taxi or an Uber or a Lyft and you know I see a snake in the back seat, I'm gonna have a heart attack. And, and I find snakes really cool, but it's just like, I, I don't want to be surprised by one. I don't think anybody wants to be surprised by, you know, a medium-sized snake in the backseat of their car because I don't know if it's poisonous. I don't know if it's dangerous. I don't know if it's going to squeeze me to death. I don't know if it views, you know, my body as dinner, whatever the case might be, you know. Uh, and someone like my grandmother, she is deathly afraid of snakes. She even told me that if she sees a picture of a snake, she's going to freak out. So she even told me to never send her a picture of a snake because she could suffer a heart attack. So if my grandmother sees that, her skin is going to turn white white she's gonna pass out and uh quite honestly you know for Papagov, like I i'm glad that you're finding your true calling i can't fault you for that but just make sure you do it in the right way because i know a lot of stories about like youtubers like you know think of the paul brothers or pretty boy fredo you know they get in trouble from a legal standpoint for some of the stunts they pull because you know what you see on camera doesn't tell the entire story now for the most part i think most if not all like those content type of videos are staged and fake which is why you know they don't get into as much trouble as they should but 
the same time, you know, just know when to separate real and fiction. That That's the one thing I have to say. But, you know, good for him. Uh, I, I guess if I was in his shoes, maybe I would have just stuck with professional hockey just a couple years longer. Just ride it out, see what happens, because... Uh, he's 22 years of age, so he's still relatively young. He was drafted in the fourth round by the New Jersey Devils back in 2017, uh, a draft in which a lot of people uh, thought was a success for the New Jersey Devils because that was the draft we got Nico Heizer. So I don't know. I'm not in his shoes. I, I, I've also retired uh, from playing college baseball, so I guess I can kind of understand, you know, just wanting to focus on other ventures. But then again, when I retired, or, you know, I, I guess I, I'm just trying to say I didn't quit. I just wanted to pursue other things but at the same time I had that solidified I knew where my next meal was coming from and I just said my schedule was going to be packed but uh, you know good for him uh, so uh, for some of you who don't know Papagov according to EliteProspects.com has skill with the puck utilizes his reach as well and can beat defensemen one-on-one he often relies on his individual skills so uh, like I said he didn't really do much in KHL he played for the Binghamton Devils a few years ago didn't really do anything so he was never really a legitimate case to make it to the NHL but at the same time you know when you look at maybe his ECHL numbers they're they're solid nothing spectacular but you know maybe someone who could uh overall maybe play on your bottom six rotation but you know when you're looking for a bottom six player you're not really going to be looking at uh, like the AHL program. You're not really going to be looking at the KHL. You're going to be looking at players who were, you know, highly sought out to do something and just didn't amount to that. So you move them to your bottom six or maybe establish NHL players that are just trying to, you know, make a name for themselves and just trying to improve. But anyway, you get the point. So Nikita Papagov, I wish you the best of luck, man. Uh, I, I found it very comical how you announced it. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of us were just, you know, sitting and scratching our heads saying, wait a minute, what? You're, you're, you're trying to pursue this. But at the same time, you know, if you want to be a social media influencer, I, I guess um, uh, props to you. Uh, good luck with that. And um, I, I guess welcome to 2021, guys, where guys would much rather be social media influencers and just make money that way instead of playing professional hockey. But like I said, can't fault him for that. And I'm definitely going to check out some of his content to see what he's doing but at the same time the one advice i have for any of you who desire to go into that industry just be very careful know that most of the stuff you see on the internet is staged and fake and if it isn't just know that you know they're going to get compensated afterwards and they probably have money and connections to you know get them out of those legal situations so that's the one advice i have for people like that but anyway you know we're going to move from Papagov to something a little more serious because uh, the New Jersey Devils have been in the NHL headlines lately, and it's not for a good reason. So we're going to be talking about that in a second. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from DirecTV. So does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings you live live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of that clutter and confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
So remember when I did an episode about a week or two ago when I discussed about the COVID requirements for the NHL and what a hypothetical scenario would look like for a player who decided to not get the vaccine? Well, the New Jersey Devils, we might be facing that reality because news was spreading over the weekend that there remained one unvaccinated player on the New Jersey Devils roster and it was a vital player. So usually when you hear stories about an unvaccinated player, it's usually someone who's not really going to make much impact on the team. Usually it's a prospect. Usually it's someone who's going to be in the NHL program. So it wouldn't matter to that uh, club either or because it's just like, unless it's like one of our big name prospects, then uh, we're we're not really going to care about that situation. We're going to let them handle that situation on their own. And whatever happens, happens. If we have to cut them, we'll cut them. But anyway, for the New Jersey, Jersey Devils, it is a vital player. So Corey Massasak has been very busy over this last weekend just reporting the news because at first, and you know, I also reported this myself, I said that every New Jersey Devils player, at least, you know, the important people, uh, you know, at, at the big stage, like our, on our NHL roster, had been vaccinated. However, Corey Massasak revealed that there is one player who decided not to get the vaccine and that... Uh, the news was reported to him that everyone was vaccinated. However, there was a last minute report saying there was one player who decided to change their mind, but they intended on getting the vaccine. So now uh, we're at a bit of an impasse. And there was rumors speculating that which player was it? Uh, is it this player? Is it that player? The fingers point to Mackenzie Blackwood. However, I'm not going to say it's Mackenzie Blackwood, and I'm not even going to say which player it is, because the thing is, guys, at the end of the day, we don't really have any evidence as to which player that is, and right now, we haven't begun our scrimmaging yet. We're, we're about to begin this when this episode goes live. We'll begin it tomorrow, but at the same time, it's just like we've been just inter-squatting am- amongst one another. This is basically a practice that's just being streamed online, so there's nothing really to uh, you know speculate right now. However, the rumors were circulating online saying that it was Mackenzie Blackwood, but like I said before I recorded this episode, I searched high and low. I searched all the key terms. I searched up Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, COVID, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood vaccine, Mackenzie Blackwood unvaccinated. Basically, I have no confirmation as to which New Jersey Devils player remains unvaccinated. And I don't want to single out a player, especially if I don't have that confirmation, because this is all rumors, it's all speculations. And the things with rumors and speculation is that we can be wrong, and usually they don't really uh, have a confirmation. There's no data to back it up. So I don't want to like report anything that's not true. And the same with, goes for someone like Corey Massasek, who works at The Athletic, because someone on Twitter asked him, hey, uh, is Mackenzie Blackwood the player who's unvaccinated? If it's not him, who is it? And Corey said... If the team doesn't reveal it, then he can't reveal it. So, you know, he, like like me, he doesn't want to give anyone fake news. And he had to just basically, you know, tell everyone, like, originally everyone was uh, vaccinated or that's what was reported to him. But once he uh, got uh, another news uh, source saying that there's one player who was unvaccinated, he basically had to clear it up and just say, like, I didn't get it wrong. This player backed out at the last possible second. So, you know, there's uh, a little bit of drama to to start the season but you know at the same time it doesn't look like it's hurting the team chemistry of the New Jersey Devils because I saw another uh, tweet stating that while um, you know the players support the player they don't really agree with his decision so they support him but they don't agree with the decision and 
basically, guys, this is what I was talking about in my COVID episode about a week or two ago when I was talking about basically just having somewhat of a respect for other people's decisions, you know, not attacking them, not coming for their throats and just basically saying, look, I, I, I get what you're saying. I can't say I agree with it, but maybe I can talk you into maybe, you know, just uh, doing it for the sake of the team. And that's something I'm going to talk about in a second. But overall, you know, Corey Massasak was uh, revealing, you know, the hypothetical scenarios that could happen if this player remains unvaccinated going into the season because uh, Canada is not like the United States. They're, they're still very limited in terms of social distancing, in terms of mask mandates, in terms of uh, just what what is allowed what isn't allowed so if you were to go to a place like dallas texas in the united states or maybe somewhere like miami florida they don't care they've had covid restrictions lifted for you know months and months so you know they've been back to full capacity for a long time now uh where i'm currently going at in college so i'm currently going to college in the state of michigan all COVID restrictions have been lifted. So, you know, that said player for the New Jersey Devils wouldn't have much issue for those types of states. However, if he was to go up to Canada, there might be an issue because Corey Massek revealed that as of now, the Devils unvaccinated player would not be allowed to play in the nine games this season. First one is December 3rd. He must be two weeks past vaccination to play in Winnipeg. Six of the New Jersey Devils' final 23 games are in Canada. And, you know, this is crucial for a team that's trying to get into the playoffs. So, you know, trying to be that dark horse. So we need all hands on deck. And if this is a vital player, you know, this could be a huge X factor as to what's going to get messed up for us, what uh, could possibly go wrong. So it's not just in Canada. Think of if, if we have to play a team in California or if we have to go up to Seattle to play the Kraken, you know, they're, 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 they have not had their COVID restrictions lifted uh, based on my knowledge. So like, you know, for uh, California, they, they haven't lifted their mask mandate. You know, there's still a very limited amount of people who can be in a crowd or if you're going to be in a crowded area, you have to wear a mask. So he's not just going to have issues in Canada. He's going to have issues here in the States as well. And like I said, the New Jersey Devils were trying to compete for a playoff spot. So this could actually be big if the rumors are true that this is a vital player to our organization. Like I said, I don't want to confirm or deny or anything. I will say this, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood was practicing in an isolation kind of area. He could just be rehabbing an injury. He could be the unvaccinated player. I don't know what the case might be. Uh, I will give my final verdict in a second, but first I have to give you guys the second and final library this morning, and it comes from our good friends at Built Bar. So, uh, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their face. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. You know my favorite flavor is? I love strawberry recently. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these awesome stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar was also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go Team USA. The Olympics will be in February, the Winter Olympics at least. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So when we're talking about something like this, it's really controversial, especially in a time like this. So 
you know, I, I, I basically told you guys everything. Like, uh, I, it was revealed to me that the New Jersey Devils had all their players vaccinated. And now here's this lone player who doesn't uh, intend on getting the vaccine. Apparently he bowed out at the last possible second. And basically, you know, for the second segment of the show, I gave you the background information. And now I guess for this final segment, I want to give you guys my personal opinion. And I'm not trying to get too political or anything like this, but I do have questions for both sides. So um, for side A, which is the player, my question to you is, is like, just think about this from a team perspective. You don't have to think about this from a personal perspective. Look, I get it. You know, you, there, there's a lot of questions when you get the vaccine. Like, if this is Mackenzie Blackwood, he has dealt with COVID. And out of all the players on the New Jersey Devils, I believe he got hit with COVID the hardest. So I can understand why he'd be a little hesitant to get that back into a system. But at the same time, I just have to say this. Like, you know, you, you have some of the top doctors. You have some of the top trainers. You have to, some of the top nutritionists. So if something does happen to you, you will be in good hands and you will make a full recovery. You know, I, I, I'll bet all the money in my bank account that everything will be just fine with you but I can understand your you know being hesitant in that sort of regards but you know you don't have to think of it from can you think of it from a different perspective can you think about this from a team perspective because I just told you you're gonna have trouble in Canada and you're gonna have trouble here in the states in some you know uh, places that still have COVID restrictions like California or some of those west coast parts and you know when you go down south you won't really have much issue when you go to a place like Michigan you won't really have much issue but at the same time you know you do got to think about this like we're we're a team that's trying to compete for a playoffs we've worked really hard we've done everything we could possibly do to you know make our roster better and you know if you're a vital piece to our roster then it, it can be a huge blow it could be a huge punch to the stomach so I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're Mackenzie Blackwood. I don't know if you're someone else. But, you know, if you're that unvaccinated player, then I just encourage you for the sake of the team. Can you please bite the bullet and just, you know, uh, do this for the sake of the team? That That's all I ask. Like, I get it. You know, it, it should be your choice. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, just think of it from a greater perspective. Now, on side B for the NHL, my question is, how long are you going to continue this? Because at the same time, it's just like, can can you convince every new player that comes to the NHL, whether it be by draft or coming overseas, can you convince them to get the COVID vaccine for what, like another year or two? Is this how long you're going to keep going? Because I don't think you can continue this forever. You can't say that, you know, one of the requirements you need to play in the NHL is to get the COVID vaccine. I'm Like I said, I'm not trying to get political. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to side with either side. Like I said, that's why I have questions for both side A and side B, which is, you know, like if you're going to get the COVID vaccine, you know, um, that's great. And you, you're actually helping like the cause. But at the same time, you know, if someone doesn't want to get the vaccine, you know, think of it from their shoes. Maybe they're not trying to be difficult. Maybe they do actually have some concerns. Like I said, I know someone in my class, she can't get the vaccine because she's allergic to it. Uh, you know, some people's immune systems are weak, so they have to find alternate methods. And I don't know if an alternate method has been presented yet, but you know, if it does, then I would like to hear about it. So you know, for, for, for the NHL, it's just like, how long can, can you continue this? And this is the same question that I brought up in my COVID episode about a week or two ago, like, you know, w- with the restrictions, because I told you guys, like, you know, an unvaccinated player could theoretically be played and, you know, 
they they don't have to be a healthy scratch but at the same time it's just like you know they're, they're gonna be very limited they can't even invite their own teammates into their hotel room which you know doesn't really make much sense but um you know that's just one of the rules and my question to the nhl is how long can you continue that process because you can't continue it forever because you can't convince a hundred percent of the players to get the COVID vaccine and that goes from the NHL level to the AHL level to the ECHL to the KHL whatever the case might be I don't think you could convince a hundred potential um you know uh NHL players or prospects to get the vaccine I just don't think that's possible we're seeing this same issue in the NBA where there's two key guys uh not able to get the vaccine due to religious reasons so my thing is can we just try to find a way to be reasonable can we find a compromise because like I said I don't want to see anyone a healthy scratch due to COVID protocol anymore. I just want to go back to playing hockey. And if that player gets injured naturally or is sick naturally, then, you know, let them be a scratch and, you know, let them recover. But at the same time, it's just like if they don't get vaccinated, then it's just like so they can't play any of the Canadian series. They can't play in certain areas. They can't do this. They can't do that. So. Um, you know, th- that's basically my question for like the NHL and, you know, uh, teams that, you know, enforce it or things of that nature. So, you know, it's a very delicate situation and it's a situation that can leave a lot of people at an impasse. So that's just my question for like the NHL and also that unvaccinated player for the New Jersey Devils. So on one end, can you just please take the bite for the bullet, get this over with? There's a uh, COVID shot where you can just get one round and you're done. You don't have to deal with it. You'll feel symptoms of it for like 24 hours and then you'll you'll be fine. You'll make a full recovery. And like I said, you have the top doctors, you have the top trainers, you have the top like a nutritionist to help you out and just basically help you make a full recovery if you do face uh symptoms worse than uh that said next guy and then for the nhl it's just like and and sports in general or you know whatever the case might be higher power i don't know like you know how long can you keep these um you know rules up that's just basically my question because i don't know five years from now am i still going to be hearing about like a player cannot play because he didn't uh, want to get the vaccine or this um, uh, crew member isn't allowed to travel with the team because he or she didn't want to get the vaccine. So, you know, I don't know what the case might be. Like I said, at the same time, I'm just glad that hockey is back. I'm glad that we're going to get fans back in the arena. I miss that atmosphere. I can't wait, uh, you know, for everything is slowly but surely getting back to normal. I know on my college campus, everything is, you know, getting back to normal. Like, for example, I just enjoy enjoy being able to go to the store and not have to wear a mask. I enjoy just, you know, uh, going to a sporting event and I'm seeing like hundreds of other people there cheering for the team that they want to win. I miss that. I will never take that for granted again. That was one thing I told my family, which was, uh, you know, when this is all over or when everything is starting to get back to normal, I will never, ever, ever take for granted uh, being able to go outside and not have to wear a mask or at the same time not be reprimanded or not, you know, feel guilty for not wearing one, if that makes sense. So basically, you know, that's all the news I had for over this weekend. It was very controversial and I'm glad that I was able to, you know, gather more information to share with you guys today. Like I said at the time of recording, I don't know who that player is. I don't want to say it's Mackenzie Blackwood because it's just like, as Carl Sagan once said, extraordinary claims need extraordinary evidence and, and quite honestly, I'm not really seeing any like hardcore evidence that it is Mackenzie Blackwood. And like I saw this meme saying like, oh, it is Mackenzie Blackwood because he he follows Trump or things of that nature. That's like I, I don't think that's a fair thing either, because, 
you know, it, it that that still doesn't prove anything. I know a lot of Trump supporters who who got the vaccine, and I, like I said, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's fair to to basically say oh to, to put it that broadly. If that makes sense, like I said, not trying to get political, not trying to be controversial, just trying to state my opinion in this case because that's what I'm required to do. So you guys heard my opinion. Let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils, and we can maybe have a discussion about it. But anyway, for today, that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Continue stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils and thanks for listening.